Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, January the 8th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined, as I am every Saturday, for my favorite podcast of the week by Mr. Josh Crash Davis. How are you today, Josh, and are you ready for this weekend slate of basketball, football, and golf? Yeah, yeah, I am. It's it's going to be a fun weekend, and like you said, it's going to be packed full of action, so we've got a lot to give to our members and looking forward to it. We do, and and it's uh, it's funny. We're <clears throat> I'm usually the guy that's way ahead of time, way early, and and uh, poor Josh, I was uh, overslept a little bit, so the podcast is coming out a little late, and that never happens. But I'll tell you, Josh, the last two nights, <laughs> yeah, all the changes in COVID things and people ruled out. I don't. I've never had to shuffle that many lineups. It's crazy. Yeah, it's been absolutely wild. Just every night, you know, right at right at lock too. It's never, you know, 10, 15 minutes beforehand. It's always right at the last second. Yeah, but I'll tell you, we're surviving it. Not only surviving yeah. it, but we're we're making some money. So yeah. last night was was really hectic at times. And like I said, I never I'm usually an iron horse. I hardly ever sleep. I can get right through everything. But it was mid-third quarter of that Lakers game, and bang, I was out. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I'm getting a text from you. Uh, it's time to do the podcast. Like, right. what happened? But, yeah, yeah, LeBron and Monk gutted it out for us, had great games. Mm-hmm. Elijah Hughes, our, our secret weapon, we snuck in there about yep. eight minutes before lock. So it was a good night. You know, anytime you could profit in this, uh, when it's all crazy like this, it's a good thing. For sure. So today we only have a five-game slate, main slate that is, uh, which is good, manageable. And uh, stick around in the podcast here because at the end we're going to do our regular Saturday FanDuel GPP. Two brains are better than one, so we'll build that one together. And uh, and then we'll have a a modest five-gamer. And then tomorrow is uh, an eight-game main slate that starts at 6 p.m. So I'll be handling Mm -hmm. that one as Crash and the team uh, tackle football, the final regular season week of the NFL. So uh, also, that uh, you, have, you have plenty of time. If you become a member, we have posted our lineups for the, the Century Ch- of uh, Champions Golf Tournament, which plays in Hawaii. That's mm-hmm. later this afternoon. It kicks off, so you have plenty of time to get involved there. Uh, it's a beautiful tournament. Um, and if you want to jump in, it's dfscoachtalk.com. Just go to our website. There are multiple different options. If you want to take advantage of the three days for 10 bucks, can't beat it. Dip your toe in the water. You get all of our NBA, PGA, and NFL action today, tomorrow, and Monday. So this is a great time to jump in. We would love to have you. If you're watching this on YouTube, please give us a quick thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Give us a little comment. That combination of three things moves us up the algorithm on YouTube. And while you're at it, hit the little alarm in the upper corner. That will give you an alert every time one of our podcast posts, of which we're doing in front of the paywall, seven days a week in NBA, three NFL, and one PGA. So join us. Join the family. We are on a roll. We've been hot since the Christmas time. And we're uh, we're planning on getting even hotter. So, anything else from your side? Any quick uh, comments of football coming up this weekend? Give well, yeah, some of our football people. 
Yeah, we've got we've got football starting today. So we've got the two games today with the Chiefs and the Broncos and then the Cowboys and the Eagles. So we're we're kicking off football early this week. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's gonna be tough for you guys on I'm excited to see your lineups because yeah. like with the Cowboys, I don't know how much this game really matters. So that's right. the question. So yeah. you got all those little twerks in there now. Yeah. Yeah, it does make it extra challenging, but I feel like we've gotten a good place uh, between our podcast and our thoughts that we've had in between during the week and stuff with Andrew and I. So I, I think we'll have some good lineups. I know you will. You guys are, are fantastic. All right, let's get this sucker started. Um, again, it's it's just a five-game slate, which is very doable in this day and age. It's actually uh, – we can accept it. There is an earlier game, 3.30, Grizzlies, Clippers. We'll be chatting about that in Discord. But the slate starts appropriately, uh, Josh, with the Milwaukee Bucks. There you go, yeah. man. You've got a, the first game, 7 p.m. It is the Milwaukee Bucks at the Charlotte Hornets and a rip-roaring number here, 2.34 and a half, which yeah. we don't, I don't know if we've seen that this year. Maybe early, but... Yeah. Not in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, these two teams, they can score, that's for sure. And Charlotte's, believe it or not, a one-point favorite. So that mm-hmm. Vegas line is stunning. Yeah. Um, you've got a, a 116.75 implied for Milwaukee, 117.75 for the Charlotte Hornets. And the Milwaukee Bucks are on the second night of a back-to-back. I'm sure that that is part of the reason why uh, Charlotte has favoritism in this game. And then um, coming into this game, Josh, Milwaukee's 26 and 15. Charlotte is 20 and 19. Um, as far as designations, the big one, and hopefully you can shed some light there. We have a questionable tag on Giannis. So obviously everything hinges mm-hmm. on that. The bucks that we know are already out are Allen, Connington, DiVincenzo, Hill, Holiday, and Lopez. For the uh, Charlotte Hornets, almost nothing. Uh, Carey is out, and that is it. So I'm sure that's uh, carrying some weight uh, in this matchup as well. Uh, As far as pace goes, part of the reason why this number is so high, you've got Milwaukee 14th, and Charlotte is the number one pace team in the entire league now. So they're playing very fast. And then defensively, Milwaukee's 12th, which is respectable. Yeah. Charlotte, 28th. So mm-hmm. there we go, man. Give us some insight on these Milwaukee Bucks today. Yeah, you said the total was, what, 232? Is that right? It's up to 234 and a half. 234 and a half. Okay. Yep. The last time they played, it was December 1st. They scored 252. It was 127 wow. to 125. Yikes. Uh, my Bucks won by two points. It was a very close game. Yeah. Uh, but in that game, LaMelo Ball was awesome. Um, he had one of his best games of the year. He had 36 points, five rebounds, and nine assists, just one assist shy of a triple-double there, or almost, never mind. Uh, but he did have 64.3 DraftKings points. Um, yeah. So a strong option on FanDuel at 8,600. He's a little bit more. He's 9,500 on DraftKings. So I, I do like him on FanDuel, though. And also Kelly Oubre. Um is 5,800 on DraftKings. He had a solid game that game. He had 25 points in 30 minutes. 
Um, had a nice game last game out against Detroit with 32 points and six rebounds for 46 drafting points. And the Bucks have allowed the ninth most um, fantasy points to small forwards. So I do like Ubre and Ball on Charlotte's side. Um, for Milwaukee, of course, if Giannis is in, you got to consider him. Um, he had he had almost a triple double. He was one assist shy last time against Charlotte with 69 and a half DraftKings points. And um, you know, so he's he's obviously a top pay up option on the slate. He's 11-6 on DraftKings, so he is expensive. And then um, Bobby Portis with Cousins out, you know, he's he's going to be getting all those minutes at the center position until Lopez comes comes back. Um, other than the few minutes that Sandro gets. So um, Charlotte's allowed the most fantasy points to centers. So I think that he's going to be a good option. He's only 5,500 over on FanDuel, 65 on DraftKings. So still a decent price. Um, he's come down a little bit from where he was for sure. So, and then you have, if Connaughton, DiVincenzo and Grayson Allen are all out again, you have Wesley Matthews. He's only 3,400 on DraftKings. He could probably yeah. start again tonight. So I would look at him as a value play. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and with Drew Holiday out, that that does really stir the pot. You know, yeah. they're they're so short in the backcourt; it's amazing. Right. Um, do you think, uh, as a Bucks guy, do you think Javante Smart becomes a play a value? I'm play? Not too high on him. I'm no, on him. no. I he's he's just kind of a chuck and duck guy, and I just don't I don't see a lot of upside for him. Okay, good, good. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the first of all, looking at the five games, you have to have some exposure here. It's just too too many possessions. It's way higher of a total than any other game. I mean, the closest game is 13 and a half points less. So just the, you know, the mathematics of DFS points per possession, <clears throat> this game becomes very, you know, a very big piece. Yeah. If Giannis is in then obviously you have to consider him. But if he's out, Middleton becomes a plug-and-play, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I definitely would play Middleton, especially if Holiday's going to be out. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Holiday's out right now. So. Okay, yeah. I wasn't. I, I didn't realize that Giannis was questionable. So yeah. if he's out, then yeah, you definitely want to play Middleton. Well, the good news is this game is the first one, so we'll have set lineups. Right. But, you know, it, it all has to do with that news. If Giannis is in, he's probably my pay up today. Mm-hmm. If he's out, I'd love to just plug in Middleton and Portis and maybe even Nawara. You could yeah. almost play three guys in that position. Yeah. But if Giannis is in, then it's I'm either going to have my second guy, probably Nawara or Portis. But I do want two, at least two pieces from the Buck side. Mm hmm. And then on the Hornet side, you know, without Holiday especially, you know, Ball's a, a great play. Now, he hasn't played as well or as many minutes recently as he did earlier in the season. So yeah. I'm not sure if there's an underlying injury or what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. But Ball played in that game. I mean, Holiday played in that game uh, when Ball right. went off. So. I know. That's what I mean. It's even better. Yeah. So it makes me want to play him, but I'm going to do a little more in-depth look at Ball because if I'm paying up to, for 9-5 on DraftKings for him, I want to make 100% sure for he's sure. going to get big minutes because the game should stay fairly close. Yeah. Um, so he's certainly a great option. Rogier's up to his game, but a little more inconsistent. 
Same as Hayward. They're 6'9 mm-hmm. and 6'4. I think the guy that's interesting to me, especially if Giannis doesn't play, is Miles Bridges at 7'3. Mm. Any interest there? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, all those all those guards and small forwards, they all have had success against Milwaukee. So really any of them, you can kind of plug them in. Um, Rozier, Hayward, Bridges, Oubre, I mean, all those guys. Yeah. Ubre's minutes have dipped a little bit since everybody's been back, which is surprising because he carried them for a couple of weeks there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think I'm going to come out of this game with four guys. I'm not yeah. even going to mess around. This is yeah, I agree. You got to go for it. I don't think you want to chase points the rest of the night. No, not on the five-game slate especially. Exactly. All right, game two, it's also a 7 p.m. Eastern start. It's the Utah Jazz and the Indiana Pacers. Utah's favored by three. The total's 221. 112 implied for Utah, 109 for the Indiana Pacers. Coming into the game, uh, we've got, uh, let's see here. Where is the Pacers on? There they are. Utah's 28-11. Indiana's 14-25. We've got a laundry list for Utah. They avoided it forever, and then they've gotten just smashed. So, out for them, Bogdanovich, Clarkson, Conley, Gay, Gobert, Ingles, Mitchell, and O'Neal. Is that crazy? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're banged up now. So I would say the first and second unit, basically. Yeah. And then we've got some question marks for the, the Pacers. It seems like Malcolm Brogdon is questionable mm-hmm. every day. It's so frustrating. Uh, he and Duarte are both questionable. So that makes it tough. And even Jeremy Lamb questionable. Uh, we're getting spoiled either just, you know, it seems like we know if they're in or out anymore. We're not getting as many questionables as usual. Yeah. But we've got three important ones there. The guys that are expected to play, uh, probable Batazzi, Jackson, and Lavert. The guys that we know are out are Justin Anderson, Tory Craig, TJ McConnell, and TJ Warren. So, interesting game for sure. Um, we've got uh, Utah with is on the second night of a back-to-back on top mm-hmm. of having basically their first nine guys out. Um, they are 15th in pace, Indiana 20th. But Utah is fifth in defense, but not with this squad. Who right. knows where this squad would, would rank? And Indiana is 21st. So, yeah. what's your take here there, Crash? Yeah, and hopefully people will stay away from Indiana because Utah has been so strong on defense this year with all these guys out. It's definitely going to affect their defense. Um, but, yeah, this is this is just value city for me. I mean, you've got Kiefer Sykes, you've got Dwayne Washington, Elijah Hughes, Eric Pascal, Hassan Whiteside. I mean, there's all kinds of value in this game. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm going to look at is which of those pieces are going to fit in. Um if Levert's back, then I'm probably not going to go to Lance Stevenson. That's going to be kind of a trap game anyway, I think, for him. And yeah. then after what he did last game. And then um, if Brogdon's out, you know, you can still look at Sabonis as a pay-up option. Um, you know, Utah's not going to really have much to slow him down. So, Yeah, the key factor here is, you know, is the game going to stay close enough? It said the pace. I mean, you got – Utah favored by three is what I have in here, yeah. but that doesn't make sense to me. I think no. those lines are going to all change as the day goes on. Yeah. 
What do you think? Because I didn't get to see the game. What do you think about Elijah Hughes? Do you think I, I like him? Hit? I mean, I had him in, you know, uh, I think we gave out five lineups and then the clipboard. I had him in, in four. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a real player and he proved it last night. I don't think yeah. he's a trap chase guy. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that the whisperer there uh, is definitely the trap guy for the Pacers. Yeah. You know, I think that uh, I don't think he'll re- repeat that. I mean, he went no. absolutely crazy at the beginning of that game. Yeah. But I, I think Elijah Hughes is is going to be, you know, fairly close to a lock for me today. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's um, 3,000, so it's not like you're taking a risk. Yeah. I mean, it's you can't beat it. He's going to get the shots up, and he's got some skill. And, you know, with the Indiana, we don't know how many of those – uh, guys are going to be in or out as far as the questionable guys. So, mm-hmm. but there's like you say, you can just make your value right here if you just go with two of the, yeah. the Jazz. I mean, Whiteside, Pascal, Hughes, Forrest, and Butler all are playable. They're right. all going to get big minutes. Uh, and having two of them, I think, is a smart move. And starting number one being Hughes, that's mm-hmm. my what I think. Yeah, no, I agree. And what about on the Indiana side? Do you like Washington and Sykes and those kind of guys or? You know, it's uh, it just depends. I'm not a Washington guy. I like mm-hmm. Sykes a little bit better. But if Brogdon yeah. and or Duarte are in, then they're shuffled to the side. Right. Um, I think you can get away with some Justin Holiday. I know he's, you know, stabbed us in the back a few times. Mm-hmm. But he's the kind of guy against, a you know, an under, a basically a G League team that can, you know, make a lot of shots. And then if this game does stay close like Vegas thinks – I think it may be necessary to buy up for either Sabonis or Turner. I would I would uh, look at Sabonis as a very capable payup uh, in this uh, slate for sure. Yeah, yeah, especially if Giannis is out, we can definitely pay up for Sabonis. Yeah, and that's the, right that that power forward spot uh, that would make a lot more sense. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's move on to Game Three. Um, it is, let's go back to the correct board here. It is the New York, no, it's not. It's the Orlando, Orlando Magic and Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Detroit minus two and a half, 213 total, 105.25 for Orlando, 107.75 for the Detroit Pistons. Orlando seven and 32, uh, Detroit seven and 30. So very uh, good race here, the higher draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the situation with Detroit. They've got four guys out, Grant, Jackson, Livers, and Olenek. So they have that same rotation uh, that they've been playing with for a while here. Orlando, on the other hand, just an absolute mess, as they have been. You've got Wendell Carter Jr., probable, but then you have Cole Anthony, and Franz Wagner, questionable. Huge pieces there. Yeah. The guys that are, are out already for Orlando, MCW, Fultz, Isaac, excuse me, Isaac, Lopez, Moore, and Suggs. So what a what a mixture here. And I don't know at that 213 number and all the unknown with Orlando, how how much I'm gonna focus on this game, at least initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, there's just a couple plays here that I do like, though. If Giannis does play, um, you could look at Sadiq Bay at 7,900 on both sites. 
He's kind of had two down games the last two games against Memphis and Charlotte, but Orlando's allowed the third most fantasy points to small forwards and the most to power forwards. So depending on what position you consider him, he's yeah. definitely in play there. Um, and then Trey Lyles has been solid coming off the bench for, for um, Detroit. So he's 40, 4,900 on DraftKings. And uh, he's still been getting uh, more production than Isaiah Stewart, even though Isaiah Stewart has been starting now. So um, I do like those on the Detroit side. And then on Orlando, you got Terrence Ross. Um, he's been playing pretty well. He scored 30-plus DraftKings points in four of his last five games. Um, Detroit's allowed the ninth most fantasy points to shooting guards and the most to small forwards. So um, he's 4,800 on DraftKings, so I like him. And then Cole Anthony, if he plays, he's been solid. Um, 45 and 49 DraftKings points in his last two games. He is 8,100, so he's a little bit more pricey. But Detroit's allowed the fifth most fantasy points to point guards. So I do like Anthony as well. Yeah, and, you know, the tricky part and the reason why we have, I think, these guys – as on the questionable stages, it is the first night of a back-to-back for Orlando. Mm-hmm. So they're probably making the choice with some of these guys. Do they want to play them tonight or do they want to play them tomorrow? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how motivated they are to win this game, to be honest, because they are fighting. You know, again, there's a long, long ways to go, but they are fighting for, you know, a higher draft pick. But again, with the ping pong balls, you never know. Mm-hmm. So you just got to play it out. But, you know, the, the tough part for me on this one is, you know, you've got great pace. Orlando's 11th and Detroit's 5th. So that really helps. That I mean, That's why I'm surprised 213 is such a low number. When you also look at this side, Orlando 25th and Detroit 23rd in defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I sort of, you know, if a few of these guys are ruled in, specifically Anthony and Wagner, man, I think this game goes over. I think these teams can score. Uh, and they play fast enough, they, and they're just poor defensive teams. So mm-hmm. this could be a really sneaky game, uh, both in DFS and if you're playing uh, a total in this game. I mean, Anthony has been great. You know, I've been on him since day one. Yeah. Wagner, again, solid, and especially against teams against Detroit. They, they just don't defend, like you said, small forwards well at all. So, you know, Anthony, Wagner, and Carter – very interesting. If some of those guys sit, all of a sudden you've got Terrence Ross and Chuma Okiki as really mm-hmm. good options. Now, Okiki, when he's had to step up and be uh, the go-to guy, he's gotten it done. So yeah. he is, he's a great option as well. And same thing with RJ Hampton. His minutes are always a little wonky, so maybe more of a GPP play, but he's within question. So I like that side a bit. And then on the Detroit side, I don't. I think I'd have to look here, but Sadiq Bay may have put up a goose egg in points in the last yeah. game. I'm not sure. Maybe he had one or two, but mm. I don't know where that game came from because he's been fantastic. Yeah. So uh, really, the duo of Cunningham, Diallo, and Bay. I mentioned it on the podcast uh, two days ago. Now you've all of a sudden got three guys that are consistently you know, have the potential to really get a good number. Mm-hmm. The problem is the prices for these Detroit guys, Cunningham, eight, three, Diallo, seven, six, and base seven, nine. Yeah. So the days of getting cheap pistons to smash it for you are somewhat over. So uh, that makes it tougher. Um, I'm not going to go with 
I know Lyles has been decent, but Stewart's just barely been back, and now he's starting. And Stewart and Lyles seem to be in a timeshare, so I'm going to run from that. Okay. We'll say Killian Hayes is improving for three four. He mm. seems to be getting a little bit better, but more of a GPP. So I'm going to watch the news here. I certainly could have some exposure. I think this game could end up being a little bit better of a DFS game. Give. Yeah. All right, man, game four or five, and this one is a pretty low one, that's for sure. We have the New York Knicks at the Boston Celtics. Boston favored by seven, 208 and a half. So you go from the first game being 234 and a half to this 208 and a half, and uh, 100.75 implied for the Knicks, uh, 107.75 for the Boston Celtics. Knicks come into this game 19 and 20, Boston 18 and 21. So two teams scratching like crazy to get to 500. Uh, as far as uh, designations, Fournier is listed as questionable. I think they, mm -hmm. he has to ice his arm for his 41 points. Yeah. I, I think he'd have to be dead to not play in this game, is basically mm -hmm. what it comes down to. He's had three good games where he scored ton of points all season long. Do you know who the opponent was in those three games? The Boston Celtics. There you go. So will it be four or will he sit out? That is the yeah. question. Um, I'm not going there. I'll tell you right now, I do not care that he broke the slate the other day. I'm not going there if he plays. I hope he does. Um, Archie Diacono, who's back in the NBA, he's probable for the Knicks. Uh, along with Fournier, Noel is also questionable. And then we know the old old school guards, Rose and Walker, are both out. For Boston, Pritchard and Thomas are out. Other than that, Boston is healthy. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you the, the lay of the land on this one, then you can tell us what you think. Lousy pace, Knicks 25th, Boston 19th. Decent defense with the Knicks 16th, top 10 defense for Boston at 8th. So is this the game you're going to fade the most? Potentially. Um, I, I think that, you know, as you mentioned, a lot of people are going to go back to Fournier. I, I, I do think in cash, I'm probably going to use him just as a blocker. Uh, but for my GPP, no, I'm probably, or our GPP, I'm not going to go there. Um, even though 4,900 on DraftKings, it's a pretty solid price. Uh, but what I'm looking at as a pivot to him is RJ Barrett. You know, he struggled a little bit in that game on Thursday. We struggled quite a bit. He was 4 or 15. But he did hit that crazy game winner, and he's going to have a little bit of confidence and momentum going into this game, and it's just a nice spot for him to bounce back. And um, if you look at his his game log recently, he's had like a 20-something point fantasy night and then a 40-something the next night. So I think that he could bounce back and have a decent game here as a strong pivot. Um, at 5,800 on FanDuel, Fournier is 56, so it makes a lot of sense as a GPP pivot there. Uh, and then Jason Tatum, you know, he's a strong option as a pay-up option. He had 36, 6, and 9 for 65 DraftKings points on Thursday. Um, yeah. He's averaged 52.1 point, um, DraftKings points against the, the Knicks this season. So he's a solid play. And then Robert Williams um, is a little bit trappy to me because the way that he got there for his 40-point night was he had seven blocks and two steals. Yeah, so I don't know how often he's going to get seven blocks. So, no. um, 
and then Horford's back, so they've got that timeshare there too as well. So, yeah, I'm, this is easy for me. You know, the other day I faded this game, and I'm fading this game again. I, I just mm-hmm. don't like it. I know it's only a five-game slate, but Boston's got all their guns back, and you know, at fifty-two point one that Tatum's averaging against the Knicks, that doesn't even get him to value to five x. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as much as I think he's the best play in this game. I just don't want to spend up to the 10-4 on DraftKings for him. Um, And it just, you know, I just don't feel good about this game, the possessions, the pace, just the flow. Mm -hmm. Uh, The defensive schemes are are good. And uh, I'm not even going to waste time. I'm probably going to be a full pass here. I mean, you could see, you could definitely see the, the Knicks getting blown out because they almost got blown out in the last game. It's just that they made that comeback. But away from the garden, they're not going to have that momentum. So, yeah, I, I, I think Boston wins by double digits myself, to be honest with you. All right. You ready for game five? Yep. It's a nine o'clock game. So it starts an hour and a half after that Knicks Celtics tilt. It's mm-hmm. the Miami Heat Phoenix Suns. Phoenix favored by nine, 217 total, 104 for the Heat, 113 for the Phoenix Suns. Miami comes in 24 and 15, Phoenix 30 and 8. So they are getting it done. As far as designations, the most important one, Jimmy Buckets Butler, is questionable. We know that Deadman is uh, more than likely back. He's probable, so he could take some minutes from Yurtsevin. Then we've got a, a slew of heat out Adebayo, Chalmers, Garrett, Haslam. Holman, who the heck is Holman? Paula, Oladipo, Stauskas. He didn't didn't even get a dip in the NBA. He's already on. And Vincent, they're all out. Mm. Um, You know, it's getting bad when the the second, the 10 days and the emergency guys, they're all out. So, insane. For Phoenix, Kaminsky, Nader, Sarich, and Shamit. So, those guys remain out. Not much change. You got the main. Phoenix dudes uh, are playing. Pace of play crash. You've got 24th Miami. Phoenix somehow is the second fastest team in the mm-hmm. league, which is amazing because they're the second best defensive team yeah. in the league. And you do not see that mix in the NBA anymore right. where you've got a fast team and a shutdown team. But that's mm-hmm. how good the Suns are. And as far as defense, Miami, no chop liver at ninth. But with this banged up group, not sure if you know how how strong that is, but the face value is it. They are two to, of the top nine defensive teams in the league as we sit here today. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about this game? How do you, you know, do you have some targets that you're looking at? Yeah, you know, we played Devin Booker on Thursday and he let us down. And I, I kind of want to go back to him here, especially if Jimmy Butler's out. They've allowed the eighth most fantasy points to shooting guards, and I just think that this is a nice spot for Booker to bounce back. Yeah, um, and then on the on the rest of the Suns, um, Jalen Smith. I don't want to go to him because Aiton and McGee are going to be back, so right. I'm not going to go to Jalen Smith. Uh, PJ Tucker is a value play. You could look at that at four thousand. Oh, um, you know, not not my favorite play, but <laughs> it's only four thousand. So I was looking at that, and then you know, Yurt Saban. Um, he's sixty six hundred. I mean, he scored 30-plus drafting points in the last six games and 40 in two of his last three, so it's hard for me Amazing. to go away from him. Yeah, uh, He's a solid player. Uh, I just think that 
even if Deadman is back, he's still going to get the most minutes. So I do like Eric Saban. Yeah, I mean, he's been so impressive. And it just goes to show you how well the Heat organization is run. They always draft these guys that no one's ever heard of. And look how good he is. He's a rookie. Yeah. Eric Saban. And he's really playing some good ball. Uh, to comment on your PJ Tucker 4K, I don't think I'd take him for if he was 400 bucks. Yeah. But here's the thing. When I say that about somebody, they usually put like a 40 burger on the port. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did that last game, so it's it's unlikely he's going to do that again. Oh, I know it. And so I, I sense Trap City. People are going to see that one outlier that he throws in there once a month. But <laughs> I'm not going to go there. If he can throw up back-to-back 40 DFS point games, then, you know, I've yeah. been made a fool of before. This would not be the first time, but I'm not playing him. Um, you know, Tyler Hero, Struce, Lowry, you can look at all three of them because they're going to have to carry a lot of the show if Butler's out. Mm-hmm. If Butler's in, everything changes. All of a sudden, it goes from those guys being in play to Butler being the guy in play because he's only 9-3. When he plays, he smashes. It's just yeah. that simple. He's either out or he's playing full tilt. I don't think he has an in-between button, that guy. No. I, that's why I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saving as, at 6'6 six, six now, starting to make me a little nervous at that price with, with uh, you know, the Deadman back. But I'm not sure there. I still got to give that one some thought. And, again, that's all going to shuffle on the Miami side for me uh, if Butler's in or not. And it also affects the Phoenix side. You made a great point. You know, Booker stung us pretty bad last time, but at 9K, if Butler sits, then I think he's a great play because they don't have anybody to guard him. I'm not sure who they'd put on him even, really. But uh, I think he'd be a good play. If Butler's in, I think he'd check him, and that would take care of that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Not as interested in the really uh, Paul because he's 7'8". Lowry and Paul are like, you know, Spider-Man versus Spider-Man here. You got yeah. two two crafty guys that know how to defend each other, know how to play the game. So I'm not crazy about that. Certainly not paying up for Aiton because, you know, you know, McGee and, and they better not take Jalen Smith completely out of the rotation. Right. He's been so good. He deserves at least 10 minutes or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't want any of that center stuff for them at all. You know, Mikhail Bridges – at five two, his price is always super low, and he will throw you that forty some uh, DFS game in there occasionally. So the jury's out on this game based on the Butler news. We may not have it, so mm-hmm. as we've been doing, we will set up a strategic pivot if we have to. If I have Butler in there, I'll make sure that I set it where uh, it'd be an easy switch to Booker, you know, and vice versa. That would be the two. The duo because like i said it it's really depends on both of those spots so yeah uh, and if you're doing it you know put them in the spot where it's easiest to switch if you have to make that late change but uh i think it's a decent game it's gonna be a fun game to watch mm-hmm. uh, but sure. uh we'll see on that butler news to determine really what happens sounds good all right my man Let's build this FanDuel. Two brains are better than one. I'm clicking on my FanDuel deal here. And 
if you would like the first pick, you're welcome to it. I think I had it last week. Okay. I'll go ahead and take Giannis. Uh, Homer. What a home. What if he sits? Well, then we'll have to pivot, but. All right. Now I'm just giving you a hard time. All right. I think I'm going to go right directly. What do you think about between two guys here? So I'll probably end up taking both of them. I'll tell you the guy I have a hunch on today. I'm just going to go right off the bat with it. I like Miles Bridges today. Okay. So I'm going to plug him in uh, at small forward for 8K. And I am going to take another Milwaukee buck at 5,500 and take Bobby Portis. I like Portis. Um, At least you're partial. Probably plug him in. Power forward. Yeah, let's put him at power forward. Okay. All right, we're we gotta find another cheaper dude. What about um, your guy from last night. Pardon me. What about your guy from last night? Yeah, I know. I'm gonna take him for sure. But that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I can't decide on center. So I'll just I'll just take my guy Hughes. Okay. If you want to decide center, you can go for it. As I just long as can't. It's not PJ Tucker. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I would revolt. <laughs> I'll take Garrett Saban. All right. All right. So that we need all our guards. That's weird. Just four guards, and we have a cool 6K each for these guys. All right, I'm going to make it challenging for you, and I'm going to take LaMelo Ball. Okay. So you have 51-33. We have three guys left. So it's time to do a little little bargain basement deal here. Mm-hmm. I'm right with that. Let's see here. I have a guy like, uh, you want me to take a cheap guy to help you? Yeah, go ahead. Shooting guard, Justin Holiday, 4,500 bucks. Okay. So that jumps us back to 5450 for the for two guards. And we could flip-flop the guards if we need. I'll go ahead and take Sykes. I think Brogdon will be out. That's just my gut feeling. Onda Sykes, the comedian. That's the yep. joke I've been trying to tell all week. Nobody likes Nobody it. understands who that is, I guess. No, nobody. I think our audience is too young. They don't know the comedian Wanda Sykes, but Google her because she's really funny. I know who she is. All right. <laughs> Every, it was like crickets when I put that in there a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, now it gets a little squirrely. 5100 bucks. Let me see at point guard and shooting guard if if somebody jumps out at one of the spots. Oh, man, I'm not digging this too much. Let me see if I can do something here. Um, I mean, I don't. Let me go ahead and put Pascal at center and see what that does for you. Okay. 
Let's try that and see if it wakes up 200 yards. That gives us a big 76 bananas. Well, I know where you're going to go. I don't know if he's going to play, though. Yeah. Let's just do it. Cole Anthony, 74. Is that where you thought I'd go? Yep. And here's the thing, though. If he doesn't play, then we'll make that change. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have a few questionable guys here. So Giannis being ones. But that would give us uh, LaMelo Ball, Cole Anthony, Kiefer Sykes, Justin Holiday, Miles Bridges, Elijah Hughes, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bobby Portis, Eric Pascal. Now, you know what's funny, Crash? What's if that? You if we would have read this lineup to each other two weeks ago, we would have thought that we were insane. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Paschal, Elijah Hughes, Kiefer Sykes. I mean, <laughs> and Justin Holiday. Justin yeah. Holiday. I mean, he's the best of the four. At least he was in the NBA. Right. Good Lord. What a crazy time. But I'll tell Where you, it at, is a great man. time to be part of DFS Coach Talk because we're all over this. This is all we're doing. And mm -hmm. uh, utilize us to get that hard work done. Uh, sign up, DFSCoachTalk.com, um, and we would love to have you. And join us for sure. Again, hit the thumbs up, subscribe button, and give us a little comment on YouTube. And uh, let's have a, a really big, big weekend, I think, between the three sports going with basketball, football, and golf. We could get out the broom hopefully here and just crush it. So Absolutely. any any final words, my friend? No, like I said to start the show, we're gonna have a packed weekend of sports and I'm looking forward to it. And uh yeah, your your golf lineups, you and Andrew's golf lineups are looking good and we're gonna bring the the heat with the football this weekend and, and hopefully these NBA lineups are gonna crush too. So it's going to be fun. Well, I enjoyed it as usual. Sorry for the delay with uh, good. Coach Crash here. Just, you know, trying to squeeze every ounce of sleep to handle this uh, crazy dilemma of lineup changes. But I love it. You know, that's the thing. I'm not complaining about it. It's, it's tiring, but mm -hmm. I love it because the more confusion, the more changes, the more shifting, the average people can't get it done right. and figure it out and stay with it through the night. And we're doing that. And each one of those give us a bigger edge. And, mm -hmm. you know, we had a few guys not do great last night, but we still cash because, you know, we had some key plays that other people didn't jump on. You yeah. know, so good stuff. It's a lot of fun. And uh, tomorrow, I know you guys have your NFL podcasts up already. So check those out. And then uh, I'll be back tomorrow. It's a six or sorry, an eight game main slate tomorrow, mm. uh, all starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. So tonight's lock again for the, the nighttime slate. It's a five gamer that locks at seven. So check us out. DFS coach talk dot uh, com. Also, if you want to catch us on uh, you uh, Twitter, uh, you can catch all of us at DFS coach talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I, and you are at? J.P. Davis, 1982. Right, my mind block that I can never get right because I always want to put crash in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. J.P. Davis, 1982, and to remind you people, that was his graduation year, and or his birth year and my graduation of high school year. Right. So I really want to give, can I give you a smack through the screen? Is there any way to do that? <laughs> 
but uh, <clears throat> there you go. Uh, so hopefully everybody enjoyed it and uh, let's get after it. And we'll certainly be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>